want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, book launches, signings, tours, all of that good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, if you'd like to find out more about the upcoming books. Um, really excited to have Lisa Bowman on the line today. She is the Executive Vice President, Chief Marketing Officer of United Way Worldwide. Uh, Lisa, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. I'm thrilled to be here. So I can see, I mean, you have a very accomplished career. I mean, obviously now serving with uh, United Way Worldwide. Um, everybody knows United Way, and we're going to go into that a little bit more. But I'd like to just go back in time a little bit, and let's talk about, you know, what inspired you to, to you know, go through this um, business career that you've created for yourself. You know, it's really funny because I think for so many people, when you're younger, you have a vision of where you think your career is going to go. And that vision sometimes looks like a straight line trajectory. Um, but oftentimes, as you get farther in your career and you look back, you realize that it's a series of squiggly lines and curves as opposed to that trajectory. I always knew that I wanted to do something in the creative field. Um, grew up in a family of marketers. Um, so that was very appealing to me. And my first couple jobs were not so much that. But once I ended up in a role, um, I kind of got hooked on it, and as I progressed through my career, one of the things that I realized was that I had a great opportunity to use what I do as a marketer um, for a little bit of a bigger purpose. Um, I've worked in Fortune 50 companies. I've worked for startups. I'm with a nonprofit now, but I think it's really, for me, it's been about finding the things that make me happy career-wise along each of those stops and taking them with me to the next stop and learning how to leverage them. Let's talk a little bit more about purpose. I don't I don't often um, talk about purpose on this podcast because I feel like a lot of times that, you know, the idea of purpose has got, it's gotten, I don't want to say a bad name, but it's really just become general generalized to the point to where saying, you know, you can kind of rationalize a purpose any way you like to if you really think about it. Um, like what, what are your thoughts on, on, let's say you're just graduating college and you have this idea in mind that you have to, you know, work towards your purpose. Um, but maybe you're not, you know, finding yourself in the exact spot you want to be to realize that. I mean, what would you tell that new grad? I think the first piece of advice I would give them is look for other ways to get some of that experience. Um, and one of the best ways to do that is with board service. First of all, it's a great networking opportunity. But boards are generally multi-generational, and they're also composed of different segments from each community. So it's a really great way to interact, to learn some of those skills, um, to find some purpose, and give back a little bit while you're building your own business skills. Um, chances are most boards have got some level of executives there. So simply by serving on the board, observing some of that behavior, maybe you volunteer to head up one of the committees. It could be a finance committee or an audit committee or some type of accountability committee. Those are all resume builders. And they're things that employers will look for if you sometimes don't have the work experience directly from your current role. Those board roles and those board activities can be great supplements to that experience. I absolutely love that answer. I wish I just I just, some of that I some in my my career 
some of it I got just by, by luck, really, just happening to be in the right spot at the right time. But I will say that if I could go back, I would definitely reevaluate and be a lot more strategic um, with how I spent my time, what boards I served on, and, um, and you know, what commitments I made, um, I think. But that's great, great information. Um, let's see. So let's talk a little bit more now about what you're doing over at United Way Worldwide. I mean, everybody knows United Way. Let's talk about it. Well, it's funny because you're right. To some extent, everybody does, does know United Way. The funny thing is, is that people don't know exactly what United Way does. And so a lot of the work that I've been doing since I joined the organization three and a half years ago has really been to work to help the general public and the next generation of our donors, quite frankly, understand what we do because our work is very, very foundational in terms of building a healthy community. It's really about the fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. So like I said earlier, once I found my creative niche, um, that's the fun part for me. And I have had a great time with reframing our narrative, rolling out the new brand work. Um, I just spent the last couple of days, quite frankly, shooting our new PSAs, which will be on air in about a month or so. Um, and that for me is just the storytelling and helping people to understand who we are, what we do, and why it should matter to them is really where I get a ton of fulfillment in my job. So what are what is uh, United Ways? Let's uh, let's get a, for those that are listening that may not know uh, much about United Way. Um, so what are, what are some of the core things that they focus on? So the three things that we focus on are health, education, and financial stability. Those are the foundational building blocks of any strong community. Um, and they're very, very interrelated. You really, if you solve one, it helps, but it doesn't fix the base of that community. And the beauty of United Way is that we are hyper-local in 1,800 communities, 41 countries around the world. So education may look very different, for example, in Miami than it does in Milwaukee. Um, health may look very different in India versus Indiana. We've got the ability to really assess the needs of that specific community. Um, we work across sectors and across segments in that community. So we involve other nonprofits, the government, the faith-based community, the corporate sector, and then, of course, individuals. And together, we really look to identify what the biggest needs of that community are and then roll up our sleeves and go to work to create sustainable solutions to address them. Um, what kind of I, I talk to a lot of, uh, of nonprofits. I've had quite a few on this channel, but I, not not always um, as large as United Way. What, so I, I think you have a different vantage point in, in helping communities, just based off of if, if any, not just resources, but just information and just sheer size. Are there any trends that you're noticing right now in the nonprofit world or otherwise that we should be aware of? Well, I think that one of the things that we're seeing is that as we go through a generational shift in the workplace, and it's important to understand that United Way's model today is around galvanizing donors who come through a corporate workplace. Um, over 90% of our donors today come through a workplace campaign where an employer offers the employees the opportunity to give back by donating or volunteering with United Way. That's becoming more and more important as that generational shift takes place, as the baby boomers and Gen X 
start to retire out of the workplace, the millennials are coming in, the Gen Z is right behind them. What we do know about millennials and Gen Z is that it's really important to them to work for an organization that they feel is socially responsible. And given the fact that there is a little bit of a talent war going on right now, um, that can be a big opportunity for employers to attract and retain the best employees. People want to do business with companies that they feel good about and that they feel give back. So whether that's to United Way or any other cause, that's becoming more and more important. We talked earlier about the notion of purpose. And I think purpose used to be an extracurricular activity um, in terms of the corporate landscape. Today it's really part of core curriculum. Companies are realizing that they've got a role to play to address some of the challenges facing society. No, that's great. Um, so let's see, if somebody wants to, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on the United Way, um, what's the best way for them to, to get that info? Oh, definitely our website. It's um, unitedway.org. And we can help you find your local United Way. You can read about the work that we do. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Um, we're there as well. Awesome. Well, hey, Lisa, I really appreciate your time today and coming on the show and uh, telling us more about your background and also educating us on United Way Worldwide and all the great things that you're doing over there. Um, to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to head on over to United Way's website. Um, I've worked with them for years. I think I, the first time I um, was introduced to them was with the Vanguard Group, and this is uh, over a decade ago dating myself. But that being said, um, awesome organization that had nothing but great experiences um, um, with United Way. So, again, thank you again for coming on the show today, Lisa. 